Welcome to the Art and Science of Joy podcast. This podcast is all about inspiring people to bring more joy into their own lives as well as to the lives of others. So if you're interested in joy, this podcast could well be for you. And welcome to the Year of Joy series, a series in which I talk to different experts on special joy superpowers each and every one of us can use to build our joy muscle. I'm Andrew Cannon, and it's my honour to be your host. And in this episode, I'm excited to be talking with Melissa Goodwin on the joy superpower of self-expression. Melissa is founder and CEO of Joy Joy, a media and fashion company connecting you with the best for less from fashion and home to lifestyles. She's also the founder and CEO of Breakthrough Group, a training and development company serving thousands of clients from top entrepreneurs to leaders to Fortune 500 companies to become masterful speakers, trainers and coaches. So welcome to the show, Melissa. Thank you, Andrew. It's great to be here. Well, it's my pleasure. It's my pleasure. So self-expression we're talking about today. And I always like to start with a definition. So what does that mean? What is self-expression? Yeah, I think ultimately everyone has their own version of what self-expression could be, but I like to keep it really, really simple. And it is that mantra of being free to be me. It's about you being true to yourself, ultimately. So we could look at your body, your style, your communication, your career, the way you think, the way you talk, uh, your relationships. It's this ability to expand really into who you most are at your core power and um, at the end of the day, move in any direction that most serves you. Mm. So it's very broad in in terms of how you define it. It's not just about what clothes you're wearing today. Well, no, it's not just about what clothes you're wearing. If I had it my way, I could talk about what clothes you're wearing all day because I think it's the easiest way to connect with something I say a lot. And that is when you feel good, you feel free. And when you feel free, you could do anything. And it really is about feeling good in your skin. Um, And that can mean a lot of different things for a lot of people. For me, I really focus. I do like a a Zoom focus on what you're wearing because I do believe when you look good, you feel good. And like I said, when you feel good, anything becomes possible. Oh, it's it's so true. And maybe, you know, we won't talk a lot about the pandemic, but for me, it was one of those things where I certainly noticed you know, when you didn't really care what you were wearing anymore, the, your hair was whatever it was after a year or whatever, it definitely affected me mentally as well, um, not just. Oh, yes. Well, so I, I you know, experience. I, yeah, I talk about that a lot because, you know, hindsight's twenty twenty, of course. But as we look back into 2020, for me even, the wheels started falling off of my metaphorical car. And there was a lot of loss in those years across the board. We don't even have to rehash it. But one of the biggest universal things was a lot of us lost an identity uh, in a in the traditional sense of someone who might have gotten up, gotten dressed every morning, gotten into their car and gone to work, dropped the kids and then go to work every day. That whole routine stopped. And the first part of that is we stopped getting dressed. So across the board, and this might not be for everyone, 
But for the large majority of people, there's an identity in that. And part of that identity is how we associate ourselves and how we how we associate with how we feel every day and what we do. And for se- for several people, that identity was uh, probably a good pattern interrupt to have, to break that identity of having to sit in traffic for hours, if that was you. But at the core, we did stop really getting dressed. And that was a loss of purpose for a lot of things. And if you think about and even look at fashion, when we look at fashion across those years, it's interesting because um, a company like uh, Nordstrom or Anthropology come December, November, December would have uh, like an over-exaggeration of sequins and colors and all these things in 2020, 2021 to wear, but no, no one, at least for women, let's just speak for women, Andrew, no one was really there. We, we had lost our identity of even getting dressed to go to a party in many ways. And that, that took a toll, I think, on our self-expression and on our mindsets. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I thought it was also very weird that we were having different bottoms and tops, right? So I could be yeah. like on the top and then I could be in my underpants or maybe shorts or something. Yeah. So getting yeah. really confused when you went to the mirror and you saw yeah. yourself all of a sudden with all this really strange sort of clothing on. So I thought that was just interesting to see how that sort of. Impacted. Well, yeah, it was the uh, the year or two of sweatpants. That's for sure. And not much good can happen in sweatpants. I laugh for myself because it's like not much good happens in a pair of sweatpants. But there's nothing better than putting on a pair of sweatpants after you do something really great. Right. So. You know, it's time, and I think we're in a year now where we can reverse everything, where we can get dressed for our dreams. That's what I like to say. It's like, let's get dressed for what's possible and see how our mindset shifts, see how our feeling about ourselves shifts. Well, that's a great segue into a question I wanted to ask you, because I've read one of your quotes, which talks about our first step to any goal or dream is this, to embody the person, he or she is in fulfillment of it. So explain to me that connection. Yeah, well, when I was a little girl, my claim to fame is that I dressed Barbie for her dreams. So I remember coming home from school, running up the stairs, and I would open up my closet, pull out all my Barbies and all of her clothes. And I don't know, even to this day, what I loved more imagining what Barbie could do that day, whether it was Mary Ken or a flight to the moon or a job interview for something really amazing, like being a pop star or an actress or dressing her for it. But no matter what Barbie did, she was dressed and ready and successful in carrying out that dream. And, you know, I quickly grew out of the Barbies and into dressing myself which is a little more difficult, but I don't think I've lost the spirit of that idea of everybody is trying to manifest a destination, an outcome to somewhere. We all want something deep inside of our lives, our bodies, our whatever it is, whether it's a a love relationship or a new career or to go viral, right? Everyone wants something. There's some dream. And what would be possible if we could already embody the person who had it mm-hmm. instead of being on a treadmill of self-critic criticism or um, all the to-do lists of trying to get to that dream? 
What if you could just embody the feeling of the person, the man or woman who you are in fulfillment of it? And this is why I'm so passionate. Fashion is one piece of that, right? But there's a lot of other pieces about embodying how you ultimately feel. That embodiment is self-expression. So if you could show up, Andrew, as the one who is already fulfilled on your, your ultimate dream in life, you look like him, you eat like him, you sleep like him, you dress like him, you talk like him. The ability of bringing that dream to you has to happen. That's the science of, manifest uh, of manifestation. You're already in the vibration of the fulfillment of that dream. So that is a little bit more of a manifestation-based mindset. But at the very end of the day, you, you hopefully feel really good. And when you feel really good, you're, you glow, you know? And when you glow, you go. That, that's what I like to say. Like, when you glow, you go. That's the freedom to go chase after what you really want. So there's two aspects to it. There's an aspect of what is your self-expression of your authentic self today, but there's also a dire uh, projection of who you want to become and to start to manifest that already in your own self-expression now to help you embody your desire for the future, if I understand correctly. Correct. Yes. And I don't think many people think about, if I were to ask you, okay, what is your dream? Is your dream to, let's just say, let's pretend your dreams to be a New York Times bestselling author on the Today Show. Okay, that's your dream. I want to be on the Today Show or the, or the circuit, the 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 global circuit for um, being uh, an expert of the book that I just became bestseller of. Most people will think about all the things that you have to do, or will have the self critic who uh -huh. is trying to shut down your essence of the dream. But if I were to bring you back into your body around the true art of self-expression, I could ask you things like, what does the essence of you inside that dream, what, what's he wearing? What's he wearing when he's on a private jet going from one interview to another globally? Like, what, what are you wearing? What are you eating? What kind of conversations are you having? And what does it feel like to be embodying that skin? Because that is your most powerful self. And so if we could get you, if we could fast forward and get you embodying physically in the physicality of that essence today, I think it collapses the time it takes to get to that dream. Does that make sense? A fast tracking of your yeah more effective than writing a massive to-do list of all these different steps you've got to take to make that dream and stressing about those steps. Yes, it is the classic be, do, have. And where most of us all have in common, we want something. We want to have something. Most of us in our brains, we go right to the doing but what if we just lived in the being of it? And this is where joy comes in because there is no loss here. <laughs> However you want to most feel every day, mm -hmm. even if you're not in the exact thing you ultimately want today, 
if you feel like you're experiencing the same emotion you would have if you did have it, is there a difference? Mm, right. Right. And to get you feeling good makes so many things possible. It opens up your whole life, your whole path. Everything, everything becomes available to you Mm. because you're embodying the feeling that you most want to want to have. Want to have. And that's this, obviously the ultimate question that's now circling my mind is do people know what they want? Do they know this answer do they know what they're striving for or are they getting lost particularly in social media in other people's dreams um when we talk about maybe healthy and unhealthy Mm self-expression um see much of that and the impact of social media on that yeah that's that's a that's a, a juicy topic right you know where my mind goes, and I think it goes there because this is part of my story, is is the enemy of all of this. The enemy of true self-expression, of really being in your power, um, is being a victim to whatever it is in front of you, whether it's what social media tells you you need to be, or for me, after I dressed Barbie for her dreams as a kid, I started dressing myself and I was the biggest kid in my class and in my family. And I was actually made fun of for it. And I remember as a preteen standing in front of my mirror and listening to my reflection tell me, you can't wear that dress. You can't wear those jeans. You aren't good enough for your dreams. And I knew immediately I had to do something to never feel as victim as I did to my own self. And I think that that is actually, um, that is actually the ultimate enemy of self-expression. And actually, if we're speaking even bigger picture, joy. And I think that social media can produce a message of being victim to something, whether, you know, it's the person I'm watching has more power than I do, or I should do what they say instead of I should do what my truth says I should, what my power says I should. I think that there's other enemies. Uh, we can be victim to what size we are. We can be victim to uh, rejection. We can be victim to our economic status. We could be victim even as a gender. We can be victim to that as a gender, depending on where you live in the world. Um, there's a lot to be victim to, but if we can actually start to identify whose voice am I listening to? Am I listening to someone else's voice and, and letting that be my power or am I listening to my own? That's where the awakening begins to happen in this work. Yeah. So there might be some people listening who are thinking, yeah, I get that, but how do I go about it? How do I go about finding my authentic self yeah so you have any tips for them well that's a million dollar question we all know that right i think the year of joy is amazing for that because what you're doing is you're presenting a range of superpowers and if self-expression is resonating right now then then it's time to go deep here and you know I, i have a lot of different ways that i can go about giving you tips from shifting your identity to 
going deep into what you desire, but the, but the easiest, and I'm just going to speak very easily here. The easiest thing in the world is to get inside your body. And I know that that sounds funny, but, um, as a kid going back to standing in front of the mirror, um, the moment I made that commitment to never feel that way about myself again, I was probably 11 years old. I went to my parents and I only knew how to do one thing. I was 11 years old. I was a kid. I only knew how to do one thing, take control of what I could. And so I said, mom and dad, I need you to buy me a bunch of workout tapes and one of those Nike steppers. And I'm just going to start exercising every single day and see how I feel. And every day they, they, they bought me the tapes. They bought me the stepper every day after dinner, Andrew, I went downstairs into my basement and I worked out for 30, 45 minutes. I just sweat. And over time, something started happening. It wasn't about weight loss. It wasn't about even health. It was about me taking control of my own energy and my own power and realizing I have the power to feel how I want to feel. And over time, every day I felt better and better and better and better about myself. And like I started off here, when you feel good, you feel free. And when you feel free, you could do anything. You can do anything. And, and uh, I, from that day on, even till today, this morning, getting out of bed this morning was hard for me. I got my workout clothes on and I went into my garage and I sweat. And so I would say this, embodying your physical body is the first and most important lever in order to transform the rest of your life. Sweat 20 minutes a day. That's, that's you know, do a walk in nature. Just get into the present moment of your body and show yourself that you are in control. Number two, get dressed. And don't just get dressed in the things that you have. Get dressed with intention and with purpose. If you're a minimalist and you love wearing a white t-shirt and jeans every single day, awesome. Do that. But make sure you love your socks or you put on a pair of shoes that day that just make you feel polished and put together. I always talk about like, I want your shoulders out. I want you to feel like you're either connecting with the color you're wearing, you're connecting with the fit of the piece. You are embodying that human being today in this moment that everybody wants a piece of mm. in your future dream. Right. So th those were a couple quick tips. I mean, that's those two things are enough for a lot of people. <laughs> And it, I mean, for me, it's enough, but just watch what happens and actually start showing yourself that you are in control of yourself. You are, you, you get to stoke your fire. No one else has to stoke your fire for you. You get to light yourself up and be that king or queen of your life in a way that nobody else in the world can. Yeah. So there's a lot of, well, I'm hearing here, there's obviously there's the victim thing that we talked about, letting go of the victim and then letting go of the judge. I suppose whether yeah. that's self judge or your pre-programmed judge from either parents or school or wherever these things have come from, um, deep ingrained this judgment as well as then this um, victimhood. 
could be two barriers to finding your your true self-expression. Yes. Yes. You know, there's another piece that I think you'll probably resonate with, with the work you're doing in the year of joy. And that is around actual feeling, mm. honoring the feelings. So I'm going to be very vulnerable with you. I am really good at doing the things to make, to put me in the driver's seat, as I just explained. And those things are really important. But the last couple of years have been really tough for me. I created this brand called Joy Joy. And when you create a brand with a mission to help people fully come alive inside of themselves, you are the first person who that brand wants to come back to and test, right? Like when you start a business that the whole concept of your mission gets tested on you. And for many people, they are in their mission because that's their work. It, and it is my work. And I was listening to a psychiatrist, Joan Rosenberg, in 2022, and she was talking about eight difficult emotions. Hmm. And she said, I want you to think about how often you feel these eight difficult emotions and how often you allow yourself to ride the wave of them. And I literally said, I don't even know what you're talking about. Hmm. I don't allow myself to feel difficult emotions. And so in 2022, I began this work of what would be possible if I could start feeling the emotion inside my body. So going back to the body, right? Yes. Sweating. Sweating's easy compared to that. Mm -hmm. Getting dressed. Getting dressed is fun compared to that. But what would it be like if I embodied sadness? Mm -hmm. I embodied disappointment. If I really embodied the shame that I never let myself as a nine-year-old feel, right. what would be possible? And I will tell you, it has been the most life-altering journey of my entire life. Mm -hmm. I have more confidence and I feel safe in my own self-expression because I've given myself the safety to feel the wow. good, the bad, and the ugly. Yeah, and that's, that's, that's a lot of work to do that. Uh, so hats mm -hmm. off to you, Melissa, for, for going down that path and finding a way to do it because without feeling... Those emotions are something I've struggled with immensely myself. Mm -hmm. Say, oh, you're angry. And I said, no, no, I'm not really. I'm angry. I'm just frustrated or disappointed. Yeah. Right. But, you know, the embodiment of that emotion is all wrong. But what I'm expressing and how that comes yeah. across, or I interpret as somebody else's, especially children, you know, say yes. to children, why are you angry? And, they, and they're not angry. You know, just they had a bad day at school and their best friends didn't understand them and they're upset and they're sad, but they express that to you in a different way. So yeah. getting this emotion definitely helps with your self-expression for sure. Oh, for sure. Definitely. So it's a really big one to do that. Um, one of the questions that comes to my mind when I look at, you know, what you're doing and joy, joy, um, and obviously your focus is very much on, on women and how you can help them express themselves um, through fashion or through lifestyle and that. And I was just wondering, you know, obviously there's a lot of men listening and thinking about joy and how self-expression applies to them. Maybe men in many ways, you know, if you look at stereotypes, one could say they suffer with this even more perhaps from a different angle that they yeah. had to hide their emotions, you know, real men don't cry, let alone self-express through their clothes because you're going to wear a suit and a tie and just fit in. 
Mm-hmm. What do you, what's your take on that? How how does this self-expression apply to a man in today's world? Yeah, that's great. I would say for anyone, any man who is actually asking the question, how do I better self-express? You're already on the path of self-expression. You probably already do it pretty well, I would say. Um, it's funny. My husband is someone who is very much not, he's not a fashion guy at all, but he, he started, he started this side hustle a few years ago. He does projection mapping and all sorts of cool, like, uh, visual art. And he came to me one day and said, I think I know now what I want to look like next to my brand. And he painted this picture of a lot of muted grays that he was wearing and these very cool, modern, simple shoes. And I was so proud of him because what we're talking about when it comes to self-expression is your creativity. It's this idea of the magic creative button inside all of us that allows us to be fulfilled at the deepest core level. And whether that's through fashion, I highly encourage it to be because that's the most fun and easy way. You have to get dressed anyway, or it's through uh, the vision of creating a side hustle, a business, um, how you, you know, go about and expressing arts, whether it's, you know, a hobby or your, the way you're romancing someone in a relationship. I think that it is about creating the intention. It is about creating the intention of saying, what would it be like to let creativity speak through me today? Like that's something that we could do at either gender. What would it be like for me to let in something I've been resisting from Mm -hmm. a creative side Um, and, and let yourself be surprised and be odd throughout the day on what that looks like. Um, One of the ways that I express my creativity is by going and finding deals like designer deals, Nordstrom rack designer deals. And it's funny because I've had a lot of men reach out to me. Like, can you help me source like the great designer deals at Nordstrom rack? And for me, it's like, it's not my specialty because I'm so good at shopping for women um, or in women's clothing. But um, like, that's another way of just saying, how how can I begin stretching outside my comfort zone mm-hmm. and wearing or shopping for styles that I may, I may never have worn before? And what does it feel like to wear those things? Um, so I, I, I do. I think it's about the intention and about putting out some good challenges for yourself from the creative side. Yeah, and I think that creativity is immense here. And I think that's one of the beauties of the internet now, that when you look at options, the internet brings you all the options in the world, right? So, you know, you can go through Google and you can try different styles. You can, I was trying on glasses the other day on uh, virtual things, right? And all of a sudden you're taking images of yourself wearing all these different glass styles. Um, It's a real pain years ago you'd have to go to different shops and you know no they haven't got anything so i've got to get on the bus and go to the next shop and it was like a challenge um so but today you've got the whole world at your fingertips or music right you've got i don't know 60 million songs now on whatever platform 
that you can create your own playlists that express yourself. You can share those with your friends. Yes. Um, so I think, you know, the internet actually gives us lots of ways to find ourselves, to find mm-hmm. that. One question I got really, you know, before we wrap up is on the question of doing this alone or finding your tribe or, mm-hmm. you know, um, my cons- my idea would be to think that it's easier to do it when you're in a group of, of people who are similar or yeah. you find that's not the case in your reality yeah great question you know for me this is just what i believe everybody wants to embody 100 percent of their power right it's like that um if you ever watch the wizard of oz you know when dorothy throws water on the witch and she starts melting do you remember that scene? The green witch, right? And she starts melting. You, most of us walk around like that in half of our energy Mm. instead of in 100% of our energy. And when we're in 100% of our energy, it is almost a guarantee that people want a part of that. Mm. So your responsibility, if you're looking for community, is to first of all, stop looking and start looking inside. Start asking yourself, how am I not embodying the 100%ness of myself? Mm. And once you start doing that, then I want you to start watching how and who you attract because of that. The universe just works in energy. Everything is energy according to what I believe. And the easiest way for energy to move is through people Mm. and People will want a part of that delicious, magnificent energy of your self-expression when you're honest and truthful and authentic in, it, in your own power. And so, so that's my number one tip is just get, take a full inventory of your life and say, where am I victim? Where I'm victim, I'm only living 50%, 25%, 5% of myself. How can I remove what's keeping me victim and put myself into 100% of my power? Whether it's, I'm a total choice. I'm wearing the damn dress today. I don't feel like I should, but I'm going to because I want to and my heart beats for it and my creativity is telling me I need to. Watch what kind of community surrounds you that day when you're in your energy of the dress or of whatever it is, Andrew, whatever that thing is. And then I would say also step number two is listen to your intuition when you are embodying yourself at 100% because it will tell you where to go Mm. and it will tell you who's, well, it might not say who's there, but there will be people there that will be ready to take the next journey and leg of this trip of life with you. And that's who you want. Anyway, you only want to attract people when you're in a hundred percent of your self-expression. And when you're there, you only want people who can keep up with that energy. Right. Yeah. So I I can imagine there's, couple of different types of listeners i can imagine they're those who who understand who they they are and are now just you know inspired by you to find the ways to actually do it right the other part of the audience thinking i'd love to do that but i really don't know how to, to get going and we've also given them some help to get down that road already so you know whichever side our listeners are on you know yeah. feeling hopefully now from our talk today they're already getting the inspiration 
to understand which do they have to do first, right? Do they have to really work out who they are or mm-hmm. what is their 100% um, yes. either now or what they're intending to manifest in the future? And then the others who just got to go out and be brave and bold and be free, um, yes. not be the victim anymore. So, you know, I think we're given some wonderful sort of empowerment hopefully not only inspiration but started that journey and and then hopefully people who are inspired by this can join us in the year of joy community if they're not already there um and get your own inspiration um next week and the following weeks of how they can actually start to do this in their lives and share with the community and i think it's going to be a lot of fun so thanking you so much melissa for being part of this year of joy journey with us you are very much appreciated Oh, thank you for having me. It gives me so much joy to help people embody their greatest sense of self, uh, self-expression, self-joy, all those things. And so it's really, it's really amazing to participate in this with you. You're wonderful. I'm sure that gives you a lot of joy. Which What else gives you joy? Is there anything else apart from that magnificent service to others that you're doing? If you had to mention one other thing that brings you joy at the moment in your life, what would that be? Oh, gosh. One other thing. There's so many things, right? From my amazing husband and children. I, I honestly, I love a, I love a beautiful designer deal. If I can find the exact thing that fits the perfect way that just makes me ready for my day, it is total joy, joy, as I call it. Nothing gets in my way, and that's 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 what I love. That is so wonderful, and and obviously we put all the links um, in the in the show notes for everybody who wants to get in touch with you. But joyjoy.com is very easy to remember. Right? Yes, joyjoy.com. Join me there. Join me on YouTube. I mean, listen, if you're ready for this and you want to embody a hundred percent, I only take my journey with people who are ready for it. And ready or not, come join us. Yeah. So well, that's an invitation. Hopefully, a lot yeah. Of yes, I want my joy, yes. joy, not just my joy. So that's perfect. Well, Melissa, it's been a real pleasure talking with you today. I know I feel inspired to continue my journey to, first of all, understand who I am, um, but then be brave enough to go out and express it in this world. So thank you for inspiring me. And I Thanks. hope our listeners are also inspired to do that. Yeah. So check the show notes for doing that and if you're already a member of the year of joy say come in and join us um learn how to self-express get all the other tips we've got going if you're not a member also in the show notes you'll find how you can become a member so thank you melissa very much it's been a great honor talking with you today thanks andrew thank you so much and thank you our listeners for listening and i hope you tune in for the next episode of the art and science of joy podcast Until then, stay well, stay joyful, and express yourself.